Hello, hello and welcome to another episode of Putting It Together. My name is Brian O'Sullivan. This is the Theatre Podcast, the Creative Conversations Podcast. I've got a very special episode for you today. This is a behind-the-scenes look at my new show, My Name is Sarah, and it opens next week at a play at a pie and a pint. So it's uh, 11th to the 16th of October. And uh, what I decided we would do in this episode is have a conversation between me, Leslie Hart, the director, and Danny Heron, the star and, and sole performer of this show, and uh, have a wee chat about the process and how that's done. Because um, I thought it's a really unique thing that, that we're involved in. It's something that I've never been involved in before, putting on a one-person play. Um, not to say I've not been in some one-person things, but uh, as musical director and composer of a musical that is a one-person piece, uh, that's new to me. And uh, I think we're all kind of treading new ground. So I thought it'd be cool to sit down and have a little bit of a reflection on what that's all about. Um and where we're at in the rehearsal process, because this is the middle of the second week, second and final week, um, so it felt like a good time to sit down and reflect a wee bit. We've had a lot of um, tinkering with the script and getting things, you know, changing a lot of stuff, and then detailed work, and then just before we did this interview, we actually ran this show from start to finish uh, with as much in place as we have at this point. Um and that run went really well, and that's something that uh, we had planned. Sorry, we had planned to have that conversation, this conversation, before we knew how that run was going to go. It could have, I don't know, it could have been different. But as it happens, we had a, a run that we were all really pleased with, and then me- immediately sat down to have this chat. Um, what I found weird was the reversal of roles or the change of of modes. Um, you know, we went from watching Danny do this this huge thing to sitting down and then, I guess, a conversation that's been led by me. Uh, and I don't know, I just felt that role shifted and it felt kind of strange. I don't know if you'll detect that in this interview. But um, yeah, it was just, it was a cool thing I've never really done before. It was to reflect in the way that this show does, uh, this podcast does, during a process that I'm involved in myself. Um I often talk about what I'm doing in these intros, you know, uh, but to sit down as a as a team during a day when we're working on this show, you know, it feels very immediate, you know, um, and I guess not many people have that opportunity. So I feel privileged to be able to do the show, but also to be able to, to have this platform to sit and talk about it and think about it and kind of pull it apart a wee bit. Um, and these chats are always, I always find them quite, um, they're therapeutic too because I'm sitting down and um, stopping doing the thing for a moment and actually have a dig into to what it's about and why we're doing it. Um, and it's a very intensive sort of work um, putting on, first of all, putting on a play in two weeks is, is huge, I think. Um, we're all in the Scottish theatre community now quite used to it with a play of pine and pint because it's a, it's a sort of center of our uh, industry in a way or at least it's a it's a stock part of our industry now but doing a you know doing a, a musical in that time is is I would argue a bigger challenge um but working on any one person show is is going to be very intensive particularly for the person performing it so Danny is uh, I'm constantly amazed by what she's doing 
Um, but yeah, it was just, it was great to have a moment to sort of pause on that and just see what other people were feeling because what happens, of course, in these processes is we're all, and, and in life, we're all kind of fighting our own battles, you know, whatever we're struggling with on the day or we're having a good day or a bad day, you tend to be wrapped up in, in your own drama to, to a certain extent, depending on how how um, aware you happen to be in any given day um, or, or in the present moment. So to, to sit down with, with colleagues and friends and go, where are you at? Is interesting because I, I suspect we probably don't do enough of that in the working environment, probably because we don't have time, you know. The more, the longer the rehearsal process, there's probably a bit more chance that there'll be some sort of checking in, let's say emotionally and spiritually, um, mentally. And and yet, you know, the task expands to fit the time given, doesn't it? So if we had four weeks to do this, we would take the four weeks and, you know, we would get it done. As we have two, we take the two and we get it done. Now, that is not a call for people in power to uh, reduce our uh, rehearsal times <laughs> anymore um but the fact is we as a as an industry as a as a people if you like um we do get it done we you know we pull it out of somewhere at some point and amazingly it works you've heard me talk about the monday morning at a play a pie and a pint um where all the tech stuff happens and the dress rehearsal and just about everything else um in the space of three hours or a bit less and somehow we do it now if you, on paper that sounds um, impossible especially if you had never seen that that venue and the way it runs and David McLennan just said we could do it and so we sort of took his word for it and we did it and now we do it every week that happens every week um I do feel recently like I'm talking a lot about play a pie and a pint um because that's what I'm doing at the moment you know um there are other ways of doing things and it's not it's not the only uh, theatre in, in our land, in our midst. But at the moment, I'm very much involved with it. And so you get into a rhythm, don't you? That's the way I'm working just now, um, in that two-week cycle with that Monday, that, that strange, what we call shit a brick Monday. And I suppose as we talk about in this episode, the idea, one of the ideas of the rehearsal process is to ensure ourselves against that Monday being... Uh, a lot worse than it could be, you know, to prepare ourselves in order that that Monday is is the best it can be and the least traumatic and stressful. It's going to be stressful um, and nerve wracking, but it doesn't need to be, you know, um, it doesn't need to be debilitatingly so. And that's the idea. And I think, you know, where we're at just now with the, this particular show is I feel quite confident that Monday's going to be okay. Um what can you say? I mean, we don't know what's going to happen, do we? But we've done the work, and you know, um, we were at, we were at a strong place when we started. I've been in in plays like that where the first week is largely spent kind of getting the script to a point where we're happy with it, and then start rehearsing it in the second week, really, without anyone saying that out loud. In this case, the script was in in a good state, I think, when we started. Um, so that, you know, the, the time has been spent rehearsing it as opposed to rewriting it or fixing it. Thank goodness. Um, so, yeah, we hope we hope that Monday coming is not going to be too stressful. I think it'll be fine. Um, but, yes, I'm delighted to have a chance to bring you this. Now, I, I should let you know that this week at Oranmore is a play called Typhoid Mary by Marty Ross. 
It's directed by David Ian Neville and the cast includes Irene Allen, Kat Grozier and David Rankin. And David I spoke to last week. So if you haven't heard that episode, go back and have a listen. It tells you a wee bit about the play and about his life and career to date. This is... um, I'm just reading the copy here. An an epidemic of typhoid among New York's wealthy. A pioneering virologist traces the infection to an Irish cook, Mary Mallon. So she's the first ever super spreader, apparently. I can't think of anything more relevant to our times than that, can you? So Typhoid Mary is on for the rest of this week, 1pm at Oran Moore. I play a pie and a pint and your ticket price, of course, includes your pie and your drink of your choice. So get on down there and see it. And then come down next week and see My Name is Sarah and which stars Danny Heron, is directed by Leslie Hart, and of course is written by me. So, um, before we get on to the interview, I just want to remind you that you should please follow us on social media, Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Just search Putting It Together on Facebook. And if you can afford to, please do chip in and help with the running costs of the show. You don't need to give much, uh, you don't need to give anything, but if you can, it would be greatly appreciated. Thanks to all those people who already do. Um, we have running costs, we don't quite cover them, and uh, anything that you give would help to do that. Now you can do it by going to our website, puttingittogethercast.com, and clicking on Donate. It's dead easy, it's right there on the front page. You can give us a few quid, you can give us a few quid a month if you want, or you can give us a wee one-off, bung, whatever you fancy. Remember, puttingittogethercast.com, click on Donate. So, now it's time for my guests of the week. It's Danny Heron and Leslie Hart, and we are Putting It Together. We can be honest about it. Oh, it's going great, but the music's shite. Oh, awful. (laughs) (laughs) God, I know. The songs. Um, It's been amazing. And where are we? Two days into week two. Um, so we've just run the whole thing all the way through, and that was really exciting. Yes. Um, nervous, excited about the week ahead. It was. I thought that run was amazing. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah, it was good. It just um, sort of highlighted the bits that I still don't really know that well. Yes. But also... That's good, though. Yeah, that's good. But also um, gave a clearer picture of the journey that... Sarah goes on. Yes, yes. How many? You've done a one-person show before, haven't you, Leslie? I have. Yes. You both are sitting there because <laughs> you're, no, you're going to the fire I'm remembering the trauma of it. Um, just the one. You've only I've done. done I've one. done a one-person show that was just me, and it was really traumatic because on the opening night I had to ask for a line. Oh. Um. So that was probably one of the most traumatic experiences of my life so far um good to know Leslie good to know (laughs) did you have that like complete just black fog like there's no way Um, out uh, well it was something that we didn't really have much time to rehearse and it was during the tech I changed the the the, the blocking changed and I didn't oh yeah I didn't practice I didn't walk out the new route so when I arrived in a new position at a certain point in the story I completely dried and I think I did I, th- I think that the the DSM's name was Daphne or something. I just remember sort of looking up to the box, Daphne, as if to, as if to the heavens. <laughs> Daphne, where am I? Oh no! Um, but that's okay. I carried on, and the audience were behind me. It was one of those things. It was like a show that was not a fully rehearsed produced show. It was like four days rehearsal, and 
Um, this is luxury. I'm making excuses that, for myself. Right? Like it can happen. It's one of those things that can happen. Yeah. Which is, um, but that won't happen to Danny because she already knows all the lines and everything. That's true. And worst comes to the worst, you could throw your voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm right there. Yes, I will need to ask you. It's fine, yeah. yeah. It all goes away. <laughs> Brian, where am I? Daphne, just say Daphne and then I'll know what's happening. Daphne! Where am I? Um, we were talking today about, about one person plays Danny and you were saying that until now you kind of didn't like them very much. Yeah, I don't like them. What is, what <laughs> is it about them? Uh, I just, I enjoy watching people connect and mm. reacting to one another and other people affecting each other yeah um however in saying that in doing this play i don't know if it's the way you've written it but it feels like there are more than one there's well, more than one I, person I, in your I, head I, right <laughs> i'm playing various people but um it feels more in the moment rather than other one people things that i've seen telling the story yeah that i don't know I just, before. yeah that's the old Leslie, though, I think, because Leslie went, well, make it now. <laughs> I don't know what I was yeah, doing before I mean, then. But do you know what? I think it that's because it's what it seemed to want to be. Like, that seemed yeah. to be what you were wanting to write was something that was unfolding now that this character, Sarah, she was she's telling us as it's happening, not from a point in the future, thinking, jumping back. So you saw the, the David inside the, the piece of marble and you just Michelangelo'd it? To. I think that's what we're doing together. <laughs> yeah. Making art. Just <laughs> asking it what it is. Asking it what it is. It will reveal itself, she kept saying. <laughs> it will reveal itself to you. Aye. What would, I mean, as a director, what is your approach to something like this? Um, I guess it depends what it is. Because um, we were talking today at lunch about how when Danny has a full run at it, she sort of seems to f- just discover things just by being inside it. Mm-hmm. And we wondered if that's part of the method is just going not going in to every little corner and insisting upon it instead just going see what ha- see what's oh, no, in there or something you don't want to force anything yeah um i guess it's like it, you can't um have everything planned ever yeah. because you just end up being a hostage to fortune and and sort of kind of anticipating like if you sort of thought if you wrote the script, like one draft, and some people do this, one draft, and knew exactly how it was supposed to turn out before any of the actors had arrived mm. or anyone had read it or anything like that, that's a rare thing. I, I think I what you've written there might be a book, actually. What? You know, like if you do that, then maybe you should write a book. Yeah. If you write something that's contained and... Some people do Some people do that. I mean, I think it's really rare. Like, seemingly, Martin McDonnell write a play and it just arrives <laughs> ready and you don't change a thing. But I don't really understand that process. No, I that's of, baffling. I like collaborating and sort of seeing what you can come up with between yeah. you and what kind of... And just try things for size. And yeah, also, what I find with Leslie is you, you hear it like, see if there's something just not quite right. You'll be like, no, and we'll work through it. Like, but I think yeah, when can, you hear it out loud, you, you can go, hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, that's right. Yeah. What's been your approach, Danny? Just try and learn the bastard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I thought no. you might say that, and I thought we'll see what see what she says second. Uh, no, uh, yeah, I wanted to come in to the, the first day of rehearsals 
known a good chunk of it yeah so that the rehearsals weren't about learning it they were about actually trying to find yeah um the story and yeah i suppose because it's obviously a musical as well just finding how to tell that story i think and making it seem that that's just what happens like the singing just happens and it's not uh, here we go, we're going to do a song. I mean, sometimes there is that. but uh. Yeah, but that's always people's questions about musicals. People who don't like musicals are always like, ah, but how come they're singing? But then how come they're standing on stage talking? Yeah. Do you know? And I've, I find with the songs, well, in this one, it, it's when, you know, something's maybe too emotional or she doesn't quite know how to say it, like the songs come out. And it's yeah. really easy. Well, it's easier for me to access whatever she's going through when I'm doing it through song. Yeah, 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 yeah. So how's, as a director, how do you approach a musical when when you you have already said yourself that music's not your forte? I, I'm, I am hopeless at uh, anything musical. No, I mean, I, I think that when people, first of all, that thing about some people who hate musicals, I don't really ever believe people when they say they hate musicals. No, you usually find out years down yeah. the line that they actually love a few of them. Yes, yeah. I love musicals. I'm, I, I, I admire everything about them, partly because I can't do any of it. Mm. Um, and I think that when it comes to storytelling, then you apply this very similar principles. Yeah. And But in a song, you can cover so much more ground narratively, emotionally. Um, and it just sort of adds a dimension to the whole thing that lifts it and it's glorious. And I think in this piece, um, as well as kind of like mining the text for what's what's going on, the music has in it the heart and the soul and the truth of what it's all about somehow. That's kind of come out of, like, that's <laughs> come out of you, Brian. <laughs> I've <laughs> given birth to that. You've given birth to it. And yeah, so, so part of the creative... The creation of the whole thing has been the music, and I think so. Uh, in a way, I don't think you would approach it radically differently. Um, but like, for instance, there's a scene that's just a song, mm -hmm. and I felt like at one point I was like, "This feels like we're sort of repeating the same moment," and um, like if it was if if it was just dialogue. And somebody, two characters said, had a little exchange and then a big emotional moment and then had a similar exchange straight after you'd go, mm, that's kind of a repeat beat. Mm -hmm. And that sort of happened in a song and you and I kind of worked out that we needed to move a bit. Oh, yeah, in that order was good. to yeah. like keep the tension building and all that. So it's not dissimilar. Yeah, we approached it in the same way, really, didn't yeah. we? We go, right, we might need to change that. Or but it's more fun, and also I get to sit back when you're doing the songs and just enjoy it and think, <laughs> I wish I could do that. I try not to sing along and fucking ruin it. <laughs> We've been trying to get you to make coffee in those times, but it just it just takes so long to get you to sort He's of do it. He's got me. And she sings a wee bit of it. You like to sing one wee line. It's not in my skill set. Oh, that's all right. I don't, I'm, I'm glad I'm not involved in directing it. In fact, I'm glad I'm not doing it. Oh, good. <laughs> You've right. got a harsh job, everybody. Just keep pulling focus all the time, but that's, that's all right. Yeah, that's, that's what I do. Yeah, <laughs> I said I didn't want to be on stage. Did you? I, I totally did, and you know it. I said, mm -hmm. put me down on the floor. Remember that time when you suggested being upstage centre? <laughs> <laughs> that was the designer. <laughs> and I, and so. I wasn't a fan of that idea. 
Neither was I. <laughs> no, you weren't. Neither was I. I will not be upstaged by him. <laughs> so is this, I mean, you've had some challenging parts in your career, I think, Danny. Oh. Haven't you? Before open, this? Open the question. Open question. On you go. Um, Tell uh, us about some of the challenges of your career so far. <laughs> this is weird. Can I just point out how weird this whole thing is? Because we've just had a day rehearsing in those roles and now it's shifted and it feels weird. Now that you're in charge. Well, I don't want to be, but you are both I feel at it's me. all quite egalitarian, like, you know. Do you think so? so? I mean, I know I'm in charge i have the power but right. i let you guys feel like we'll let us believe equal. that we're right but it's not no i just no <laughs> no not even slightly not. <laughs> come on so danny with leslie's permission tell us about some challenges you've had in your career um are you referring to anything specifically Ryan? <laughs> or well we we actually have talked about are you going to go there? Yes, we have. We've talked about nudity. Not because in our show that there's nudity, but because we've talked about being vulnerable and being on your own on stage yeah. and exposing yourself and put that in quotes, which uh-huh. is oh, what you're doing I, in this play. Honestly, this is harder Yeah. than getting my muff out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so <laughs> looking to edit that bit. No, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, no, that was in 306 day. Yes. Um, which Jemima um, Levick. So she did. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, that was totally worked for the play and, you know, was not gratuitous in any way. So, yeah. Although that was a bit, the idea of it was like, oh, God, I need to get my clothes off. Um, it was all, it was left up to me, the decision, like sort of if I wanted to do it Whether or not, or not. Right, right. and um, it was definitely better with and yeah it totally worked I wasn't after I'd done it once it was not a I didn't feel really scared about that really yeah um, this is technically quite hard yeah I think especially <laughs> when I'm watching you being three people in one scene I can see that it's really hard to do yeah um, so what we've been trying to work on is you know getting the precision of that so it's and we still got, you know, still need to do a wee bit of that. But <laughs> so, yeah, that's been hard. Um, I, I did another thing that was hard. <laughs> what was that? Oh, um, Murder Island starts Tuesday, oh. the 5th of October, <laughs> Channel 4, 9.30 p.m. Started last night. Yes. Um, so that was a mental job. Um, yeah, tell me a wee bit about that, because did you, did, did it not... A- appear to be something different until you started it or did it not well, change Well I think it through? was just kind of um, well I was supposed to be a different role um, but also that always helps um, but yeah it was a load of improvisation mm. um, I mean just watch Murder Island you'll see <laughs> no, um, you get it on catch up it started last night um, so it was hard just because we had to well, I was having an accent and I had to improvise in an accent with members of the public. Um, while not just, you know, it's fine when you're just doing that impro on stage, <laughs> but this is actually being filmed. So, you know. So caught. the people who are like the detectives are with can you, you and you're cor- improvising. Correct a vowel. If you say like how? how <laughs> and you go, no, I, sorry. I, no, I, right. I couldn't. I'll so just say that again. When, when I was... When I, no, you ha- how do you because <laughs> The members of the public who were her like the detectives trying yeah, to solve yeah. the crime, um, they only ever met you as your character. Of course. Um, so 
there was times I knew I was like, well, where the hell is she from? <laughs> like whatever was where coming out of me. To be from? So um, just just leave that out. <laughs> just, <laughs> Everyone can she's make up traveled their own around mind. a bit. She's been all over. She's from everywhere. Um, so there'd be times when I'd like, um, yeah, so, and my voice would go weird, like do a weird thing. So I would just <laughs> stop talking. Right. And then, yeah, sort of try and pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> just as like, if you've got emotional or your yeah, memory's yeah. gone. Or you just, or it's just, I, I don't want to. Just like trying to stare someone would, down while you just, regroup. What? <laughs> just stop talking. That's what I do. Just stop. I'll remember that as a technique. Just stop talking. I know. Have you and ever the, seen Leslie on the telly doing, the just de- stop? <laughs> the detectives must have been like, she's she's keeping a secret here, this she's is something. She's intense. Really, I'm just going, oh. Trying to remember her accent tapes. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. Do you ever have to do any mad accents, Leslie? Oh, Lord. Are you any good? You're quite Lord. good at accents, aren't you? I mean, I don't know that, I, don't, I wouldn't say that I'm any better than anybody else, but, because um, if I've got to do one, then... I don't take it for granted that I can do it well all the time. And so I just, I'll listen to it every day. Right. Not just being swatty, but just because I think that's what it, otherwise you st- I start to kind of um, right. lose Let's faith in it. Um, I think no, you learn it in your own version of the accent. And then the trouble is if you don't go back and You've got go to water it. your accents. Like Yes, you do. Yeah. You know, like otherwise you just do your, the thing you came up with on the first day and it becomes not really an accent. It's just yeah. a weird oh, hybrid. I've got to tend to it. Um, I've done loads. I did like I started when I started out. I pl- I think I did every obscure Highland and Island accent in Scotland the for Katie a while. Trope. Oh yeah, I mean some I got I got caught up in um, a casting bracket that was Chuchter Farm Girl coming of age, and I did Wick and Shetland and Farm Girl coming of Wick, age. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. What else? I mean like loads of um, Aberdeenshire. Um, yeah, and then at one point on the radio, like I think I just played a, a a Polish person in something, and then they got me in to do Eastern European accents, all different types, for a good while. I wasn't particularly good at it, but it just associated me with one. it, and I'd have to go in with Serb Croat in my ear and just listen to it, and then I could do it for a day, and then it was just gone. Don't ask me. I would have a clue. I would have thought like if someone asked me to do Polish, or then they said somewhere else in Eastern Europe. I don't see how my accent would change. Oh, yeah. I think it would just be... What's about the difference, yeah. Yeah, not same kind of thing. Russian. <laughs> but that's what people from other places say. Oh, are you from Scotland or is it England or Ireland? And I'm like, they're so different. Oh, God. You don't yeah. know if you're not from there. <laughs> anyway, what am I talking about? That's why we have to do the work. That's, that's why we have to right. really... We have to find timing. it in your own voice and don't do an impression because it can be really distracting someone doing oh god i better go back and (laughs) so i guess we're now getting on to we're referring to the fact that you're doing one of your characters in an accent in an irish accent don't say irish what if they come and see it and they're like (laughs) who's the geordie guy (laughs) (laughs) what was that decision like because that was your decision right uh well it was I just needed a change from all the other characters. Just <laughs> a change. Just a change is so, as good as a rest. Isn't it? Actually, no. Before the character, I wanted him to um, have a different texture. Yes. Um, and have a really different rhythm to mm. Sarah. He's got a much slower rhythm, whereas Sarah's like quite fast and scattered and all over the place. Um, so. Yeah, I just wanted to try it in Irish. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's good, isn't it? And also, it's like, just, I think, did I say to you, like, pick something that you'd fancy? 
Yeah, because before <laughs> I was doing it, um, just sort of like a pure Glasgow stoner. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. Um, that just kind of felt like a voice rather than an actual... Like a person. Person, like finding yeah. Yeah. who he is. Yeah, yeah. So. Now we've got Greg. <laughs> he doesn't speak like that. Don't worry. <laughs> a wee bit like that. <laughs> um, what do you think has is, is been the most challenging aspect of this process for you, Leslie? Um, Working with God. Uh, cut that. I think so far... Do you know what? I think it, it's a daunting prospect to do a one-person show... Not because, like, you know, of, uh, Danny was always going to do it brilliantly. And it's just, it's so, there's nowhere to hide. Yeah. And I know, I don't know much about music, but you do. And, um, uh, but I know that a brand new musical is something that is, you know, a, a, another couple of dimensions of yeah. uh, creation involved than just a new play so I just knew it's a it's a big deal to, to make a whole new musical mm-hmm. um so th- I think the anxiety about that it was the feeling daunted about that's probably been the hardest thing but actually just getting in about it and doing it and working with you on the script and the songs and all that prior to rehearsals that's it's I've become less and less I'm still still daunting, but it's just exciting. It's like fucking bring it's manageable it on. Now. It yeah. feels manageable. Yeah, just just mad, but manageable. Well, we just did a whole run of it, and it was really exciting. I've just realised something. Next week, I just assumed that we we're always going to be together, but next week you might not be with us all the time. What are we going to do? Maybe not. <laughs> what are we going to do, Leslie? Uh, <laughs> well, you but you you won't be there every day. There's I'll, no way. I, um, I I think I can be there. Nearly every day, All right. and um, I might leave you alone a, a bit. But um, mm-hmm. yes, fortunately, I'm not going to have to just come on the Monday and then leave because that's I've had to do that before, and it's horrible. Quite, oh quite God! Every lot, time it? someone says Monday, just that word. Oh, <laughs> like. So, can we talk just a little bit about next week? Your sort of plan of attack with the whole week. How are you going to cope with it? Um, I'm really, really going to try and not shit myself on Monday. Like, I, I genuinely mean that. I'm going to try and stay calm and believe that yeah. I am in control of this. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then I also think there's something when, especially when it's just you on stage, when there's an audience coming, like, not to, to let that throw me. Like, mm-hmm. if they react to different things that I don't think yeah. they were going to react to. Um so yeah, um, but then I've I need to go to a wedding. <laughs> yeah, we have to do other stuff because you finish work at two o'clock and then you're like, and then I come back and do the show and so it's yeah. quite hard. I I like to like compartmentalize things, so I like just to, like I'm doing the show and that's it. So when other yeah. stuff comes in, I suddenly go, oh, how do I do this? But you know, it's just normal life, so deal with it really. Yeah, easier said than done, isn't it? In this case, yeah. What would your advice be? Leslie, for us next week. I mean, you're obviously going to, you've probably said this to us already, but you know, for the people listening, what would be the advice for a week like that? How do we cope with it? Um, with total faith. Mm. Bring it on. You know, just, I think, trust that you know what you're doing because you do. And if anything goes wrong, it's not the end of the world. It's, you can, you can recover from these things and, uh, 
We're just playing. Yeah. yeah. I always think just, that. I think you know the story. Yeah, yeah. You know what happens to Sarah. So so even if one sentence isn't there, yeah. Once the, you're back on, you know the rest of the story, right? Yeah. And you just have to tell it. Yeah, and enjoy it because the thing is, like, the scariest things are like the most daunting things and things that make you feel most exposed. I mean, no one's going to shoot you out there. It's like nothing to really bad can happen. You're not going to die. So, but yeah. but I think it would be it'll be all the more of a buzz for that. That's what I've found. Like, yeah. even though I had to ask for a line, <laughs> um, doing a one-person show is a very particular kind of buzz. You could get quite perversely hooked on it I think do you think you want to do another one after this then a one person yeah or you, would that be like never again is it no, it could go no, either way, right? no this is like I've been enjoying this and it's yeah. been a real um I've really had to work doing like sometimes it, you know it's when you get apart it's easy just to be intuitive with it and yeah. everything just comes naturally but when you're doing a scene with just you and there's three people in the scene you have to jump from character to character so you need to know exactly what each character is feeling and not let them bleed into the other characters that's got to be hard which is um which is hard hard like you don't want to make something so generalized so um but when i feel that i, I get it it feels so good like it's like oh when it's crisp like that that's um, got to be a buzz yeah it's good um so yeah i've really i think i've found more belief in myself this week because i've been like mm -hmm. i actually i can do that <laughs> like yeah um so that's been nice but also the the fear of you know maintaining that yeah and the the other thing i always think when when we only get to do one week is you probably there's probably somebody you know in every audience yes even if you didn't invite them because it's the or more. Yeah. And when it's only the week, like every day you'll be like, oh, they're in. Yeah. Have you got people in every day that you know of? I uh, don't know. I think on the Saturday, there's a, a it's gonna fair... It's going to be the Danny fan club. There's a fair <laughs> few. <laughs> um, so... Just doing an extra five minutes on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> She's doing a bit of warm-up act before. At uh, least, though, gags. you know, I've had a wee run at it. By then, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's that Monday you don't want people to come on. <laughs> we do want people to come on the Monday. Please do come on um, But... Um, sometimes though that adrenaline makes for a, the show is so buzzy but I think the danger with this character is Sarah is so like she's, she's like a train anyway. it's like right. so um, it's to be in control of her and not her let her take over me mm. Mm -hmm. mm. that makes sense yeah no I, I think the thing is, the shame of it is that you only get to um, do it six times yeah. with an audience because every time will feel like oh new things will yeah come to light and there'll be bits you're like oh that wasn't that didn't feel as good as yesterday and other bits you're like oh my god that's that's what that's supposed to be or you know yeah. you kind of like get to um do the journey every day and it always feels like a a shame uh, to have to stop <laughs> the amount of times i've done the saturday and that's not even a one person play but the saturday or more and then going Okay, now I'm starting to get it. Yeah, all the pennies drop over. in the last show, <laughs> yeah, but that's like, oh. the way it works. Because yeah. you know, that's that's it. You can't you can't try it again. And you're writing at the moment, aren't you? I am. Yes. <laughs> you just remembered there, didn't you? I know. You? I am. Just oh sort of trying to think about what I can say about it. Probably oh, not yeah. very much. 
Well, how exciting that is for us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I can see that I've been I've been doing been writing a big show, and I'm hoping very much that in the not too distant future. It'll be on the stage. That's about all I can say. Wow, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Is it apart from me and Brian? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know, actually. No. Maybe. No. Uh, no, actually. I don't know. No. It's like that, that's, that process is, is um, not yet started. Mm, that part of it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you write as well, Danny. I do. Where are you at with that? Um, uh, just sort of got a couple of things I've written and I want to do them now. <laughs> That always amazes me. Anyone that writes a thing just because it needs to be written and then it's done. I'm like, I can't. Someone has to be knocking down the door for a draft, otherwise I won't do it. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm like, please do my work. <laughs> just keep writing. <laughs> I'm banging down the doors going here. And you've got awesome. another idea for another thing. Um, Didn't you say? No, maybe not. are you talking about? I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, oh no. yeah, I do. You do, do you? Uh, this well, all seems really big. But you can't tell us anything <laughs> oh because it's God. her idea and, and someone it's not, might make it. It's not fully formed in any shape. Tell us a wee bit about your uh, process of writing because I'm interested in people's, how they do it because I don't think I do, <laughs> do it very well. It gets done eventually, but you know, um, I don't feel I have a method. What? Tell me about that. I sort of start because I've always got like a an idea that will be why I write like it's not somebody asking me to write something like I'll have an idea so right. I'll start it and then there'll be bits that I've got really clear ideas for mm -hmm. and I'll write those scenes like I'll just I'll be like I know exactly what I want to happen and then other things will shape around them and then they'll probably change because of what's shaping but yeah I kind of there's bits that I'm like yes that is so out of sequence, you just go... Uh -huh, like if there's bit. like a part of it that's really... Sh I can see it so clearly in my head, mm. then I'll, I'll write that. And then things sort of happen around that. I think that's how I write. And over to you, Leslie. Writing methods, help um, us out. God, I mean, it's just... There's not one way. I think similarly, um, in the first instance, it's just writing your way into something like, what is this thing I want? It needs to be explored that I've kind yeah. of got, I've got a feeling about, and um, and it depends what it's for as well. Like, I mean, so if, for instance, um, I'm I want to come up with something for a play a pint a pint, then so if you kind of know what that is, you sort of go, well, like, I'm not going to do it an epic quest play that's... Yes, you have an idea of the kind of scale. That, that, that covers, you know, four centuries and 20 <laughs> characters. It's like, you know, you, you kind of go, all right, well, what can I really zoom in on? And, yeah. Um, and, yeah, and, and I think that, like, you, you might have something that you've got that's bursting to get out or it might be a case of fishing for it, like, just kind of kind of thinking, well, what am I obsessed with? What's What are the things that I kind of have got... Uh, drive or an impulse or whatever to to dig into um and yeah and just take it from there but I think yeah it's it's not there's no one way to do it I think if you kind of you've got your idea and you sort of know who the central character is or who the characters are um then you sort of build around around that and what and what's what's the big question at the heart of it I think getting that sort of like what do I want to ask as soon as you know that then you can anchor that see I'm rubbish at that just like, that's the bit I have trouble yeah. with because people always people like you always go I but what's the what's that asking written a whole big thing I but what and I'm like I don't, I don't know yeah but if you can, you if, if you can know that and then yeah. just like 
um, sink that into the ground, then you can then you can sort of find ways. What's the most sexy, exciting, um, incisive, and kind of uh, dramatic way to explore that? And then, I, I guess things might come to you, like you might sort of have uh, visions of like an image in your head that comes in, and you sort of write that down. And sort of come, stuff can come to you in all kinds of, in no particular order, and it's maybe your subconscious like coming up with stuff. I think that's where you get the good stuff is like yeah. stuff you're not too consciously trying to conjure in the first instance. Then all the real, all the shaping comes after you've yeah. written a big yeah. pile of stuff that within which is probably a first draft of some. Like a lot of time, I write for myself, like especially with poetry and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. I'll be like, this is not for anyone this is just me getting something that I need to get out and then from that sometimes ideas come or yeah it's interesting because we were talking today about Danny came in this morning and said I didn't look at my script last night and we both went that's good (laughs) and then we were talking about how like in your sleep and in that rest time stuff is happening yeah I mean like I can I woke up hearing the songs in my head this morning and oh so did I it drive me crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's great I mean the songs are really catchy it's good that they are in our heads catchy is good yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good sign yeah I wish they would stay in mine <laughs> <laughs> you're having the opposite experience <laughs> do you not wake up with them going around your head no now? I definitely do oh god yeah I'm going around the house like singing them constantly but it's the same bit it's never like the yeah, tricky bits it's not it's the bits the that yeah, I can't even remember yeah <laughs> So are you going to give yourself a night off tonight? Or are you going to look at it? Well, um, it's my niece's birthday. Oh, so it is. Uh, so I need to go and visit her. And um, I actually do need to look at... There's a couple of bits I really need to look at. I realised after doing that run today. Yeah. So I will look at them, yeah. It's such a weird question, isn't it? <laughs> are you going to look at a script? <laughs> what about um, after this? What things have you not done yet that you would really like to do in your career? Um, Are there any big things? Yeah. Like what? Like a really good drama. Like yeah. as in on telly. Oh, aye, aye. On the telly. <laughs> what, where you don't have to improvise? Where you don't have to improvise. <laughs> like a really gritty, yeah. brilliant thing where I'm just in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like a Sally Wainwright yeah. drama or something. Yeah, aye. like a This Is England. That's my dream, basically, oh, to be okay. in something like that. Yeah. This is Scotland. This is Paisley. This is Paisley. <laughs> this is Paisley. Leslie, you've got your work cut out for you there. I think that we should pitch that. <laughs> this is Paisley. Screen Scotland or like Channel 4. Uh, this is Paisley. <laughs> what about you? What's what's oh, next for you? You're still God. doing River City, of course. I'm still doing River City, which I love. And, you know, it's, and we've been so fortunate to be doing it over the last... I think we've been back for over a year now. And so we did. we had some time off last year. Um, during pandemic but we were able to come back after a few months and so that's been amazing well the old acting with the tennis ball yes all two meters distance stuff which is great and it's worked it's meant that you know we've not ever had to close down touch wood because of um uh because of infection um (laughs) so because of you know (laughs) the covid and uh, uh so yeah still doing that um we break from it just for a couple of weeks here and then course, then yeah. I'll be back in the old 
copper uniform. Ah, you're a polis. I'm a polis. I'm a are you ever agent. not wearing the, the polis? Are you oh, always at your work? Um, I think I'm probably more often not wearing polis, which is, I mean, I love having that uniform on. I'm not going to lie. Everybody yeah. flinches when they see me. Everyone's like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I, lo- I, lo- I love it. I love the, the kind of power it gives me. Um, She's talked about power that, quite that, a lot that during that this feeling. episode. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I'm in charge. You may not realise it, but oh, I'm in charge. Uh, well, it's the case. Um, <laughs> But no, more often I'm not, and that's a great thing. And I think when they created my character, that was the idea was to not have me be like just functional, um, right? Not just a kind of procedural cop, but I have a life on the street as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The polis. Did mm. you ever think you would be a polis? Were you a polis before that ever, like oh, on stage yeah. or anything? Yeah, yeah. I've been a police a couple of, once in the Orem Moor, twice in the Orem Moor. Really? One of the times I took my clothes off. Oh, <laughs> talk about exposure! Yeah, so I was just thinking. One time I was at one time I was a sergeant in a play by Rona Monroe called Guilty, and the other one was Dal Getty and um, Johnny Bet and I were a pair of coppers. <laughs> I took my clothes off. He didn't. He didn't. Yeah, I think we would have heard about that. Yeah, at the Autumn Moor as well. Yeah. So not bad. It was great. It was a great show, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, um, I enjoyed doing it. <laughs> That's a nice wee way to round that off. Well yeah, done. I really did enjoy doing it. It was it was scary, but like it was. Um, I was going to make a joke. Go on, I think you do should. Do it. Two pies for the price of one. <laughs> 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 what? That's the first time I've heard that. Excellent. On yourself. Excellent. I was going to say it, and I was laughing away to myself. I thought, I thought you were. Yeah. I'm so glad you did. Just raging. I didn't think of that. Ah, damn it! After all these years, when was that? It was years ago, no? Uh, yes, I think it was. <clears throat> and that joke's only just come out. It's only just come out. Yeah, I think it was uh, about eight years ago or something like oh, that. Wow. But see, our, the whole industry's changed, hasn't it, in the last year and a half? Mm-hmm. How has that been for you, Danny? Um, well, I've done a, you know, some online stuff. Yeah. You know, I think I've been quite lucky in terms of I've actually um, had work. Yeah. Like, um, which I know is extremely lucky. Um, so I don't think I've found it as difficult as what some other people might have found. You did an online panto, which I've got to say, I was I was surprised at how well it worked. Yes. Because, you know, if someone said to me, panto online, I'd be like, well, that's not going to work. Yeah. I was yeah. laughing my head off watching that. Yeah, it was really good because we actually did make it proper interactive. There was certain tickets that you could buy, so right. they were on Zoom. Um, Didn't they have something delivered to yeah, them? Yeah, they had like a. It was with um, Pace Theatre Company mm-hmm. and Alan Orr, who was just in A New Life. A New Life, very funny man. Um, he was in it as well. And Darren Brownlee. Yes. And I it was Andy McGregor that directed oh, it. Oh, so it was. I think a part of the reason that we felt that we could laugh on our own at home is because you seem to be having a good time. Yeah, and it I was. Thought, it was. Darren's that was. At it. He's definitely causing That was actually here. really fun because we got to do. Um, up until that point, everything had been online, like online rehearsals and all that. Yeah. But um, for that panel job, we got to be in the room. Oh, yeah. And that was, so that was really fun. And it wasn't, yeah, we were all on stage and we had to stay distanced and stuff, but it was, it was good. But did you perform it live, like when it was going out? Or yeah, was it filmed? Yeah, no, it was live. Right. So it was live. So, so I was watching these live. Well, I don't know. I might no, have watched an so old you one. might have watched the, the stream, but every show there was a live audience, so every show was different. So it was like Panto, but there wow. was a live online audience for everyone. 
Um, it was great. Yeah, Chris Alexander was also in it. So he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great cast. Did you do any online stuff, Leslie? Um, no. Well, Sally and I, Sally Reid and I, she's not my wife. Um, I think a lot of people think that she might be my wife. You think the Leslie does protest too much? Well, I mean, I, we, I think we need to put out a press release that we're <laughs> not together release. because um, like the ego people are. That, a press yeah, release. we 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 live together. She um, does cook her dinner every night. She yeah. does, <laughs> and like through lockdown, well, so, we Leslie, did if you had to cook the dinner, it would never get made. No, I know, and this is what happens. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Sally Reid and I, we um, wrote a we play together for Pit Lottery for young people to do and it was these two young amazing um school kids performed our little play which was only about five minutes long right um so we did that and that was i think that was it i don't think i did anything else no i wasn't in anything else digital i think i I found it quite difficult all that stuff Doing developments on Zoom. Oh yes, I've done I've done a fair bit of that. Yeah, that was weird, eh? Um, yeah, yeah, it 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 was, but but great, and also you can record it, like so. Yeah, it's useful. Of, like, of it. I kind of I've been I have had a a couple of developments of stuff that I've been writing, and it's really useful to be able to watch it back and hear yeah. it back and stuff. Um, but <clears throat> also limited. But it's gr- it's just great that people have been able to get together and also um yeah i think it uh, people were avail- everyone was available for that for a while so it was it Who was we amazing have? We can have anybody we yeah. <laughs> yeah i did a really um cool project for Mar- martin travers mm-hmm. for the scots language center which we sort of rehearsed online it was all written in Scots, but oh, then we the filmed it. Thing. Yeah, the bus stop so thing. Yeah, the bus stop thing. So good. Have you seen this? I I haven't seen it, but just at lunch today, my pal was raving about you in that. It was oh, so yes. good. You got to watch it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that uh, that was hard actually because because it was just over Zoom. It was like we sort of met a couple of times, but I had to learn this. Mm-hmm. And then when we filmed it, because of there was no director there, it was just the camera people just filmed it, just because it was still like COVID times and right, it was all right. distance and. Um, that was hard because that was like learning a different language. And it wasn't <laughs> like short. It wasn't like a couple of minutes yeah, long. It's it like was like 15 minute monologue. Yeah, yeah. That's um, huge. So yeah. Uh, but that was fun as well. That What's was, it called? Because I want people to watch it. Um, a nappy lassie blethers to a fritter. There you go. You get the words <laughs> blether and fritter on YouTube. It'll come up, I'm a, sure. Is a, a fritter from a rolling fritter? Yeah. She She's at the bus she stop. Quenchy cup as well. <laughs> a quenchy cup. I've had a quenchy cup in years. It never. It always made me more dry. That stuff. Oh, I, oh it's just all sort of syrup. <laughs> just and syrup. Chemicals. Yeah. <laughs> what's your What's your favourite junk food, Leslie? Oh my goodness. Um, I just because I'm thinking I'm going to have a chippy for my dinner. Tonight. Well, I was going to say like I'm just thinking about Sally it. and I. We're not married. <laughs> we just freshly together. Yes. Um, we've got a cat, but it's not. It's not like that. Um, um, it's not like that. I was gonna say, yeah. Uh, we last night, not last night, night before, had a hooked, and oh, not to advertise. Chippy? Oh, it's great! It's great. I can't be doing with posh chippies. But this no. It's, the thing is, you don't have to order anything like wanky, or <laughs> it's not. It's not hipstery or anything. But it, there is a huge. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, there's a real uh, eclectic menu. 
But um, if you just want fish no and chips, a, which is what no I always become get. an advertisement. For <laughs> We're not married, but and can the, I just mention this product? Um, and yes, and they cook it in rapeseed oil, which is much <laughs> better for you than beef oil. Right, they're paying um, you. They're and definitely all that. paying you. Um, I just wish they would give it for, to me for nothing. And that's <laughs> all you would want, right? <laughs> do me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I love that. That's probably, that might be my favourite. Well, and I'm it's happy. two minutes away from your house as well. It's so good though. What do you like, Danny? All. All of it, Any. <laughs> Well, no, it depends on the mood. Yes. Sometimes I, I love a wee gyoza. I don't, oh. I really don't like I them. love a gyoza, noodles and all that. That's not that bad. That's um, not really that junk. I had a, for doing some, you know, I had a really lovely um, burger from Fred and Hicks. Do you know where that oh, is? Across know. from... Is that um, not when the baby comes early? <laughs> oh, very funny. Oh, very good. <laughs> Wordplay. So... <laughs> <laughs> it was really that's nice. I also got <laughs> macaroni cheese on the side, and it was on delicious. the side. That's a very American thing to do oh, to have macaroni cheese. As it was side. really good, though. Know how sometimes you get macaroni cheese face oh. somewhere? It's never as good as your mum's. Like, um, it was, it was really good. Good, 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 good. good. I'm just. I shouldn't have brought that. Up I know. Are you just hungry? Then we were just talking about food. Yeah. Um. So what are we going to do? We've got. We've got. Four more days, don't we? Sorry, I'm really sorry. Oh Danny, my to do this. god, I actually could feel the sweat lash off me when you said that. <laughs> do you know what it is? It's not because I want to put you, either of you, in an uncomfortable position, but I want people who listening who've maybe never had this experience or want to do something like this to have a, an insight. So, okay. from you, the director, Leslie, what are what do we need to do in the next few days? What is our main focus? How are we going to tackle it? Um. Well, we need to screw it tighter and run it and yeah. and keep uh, but there, it's never finished like you never don't you never stop discovering things in it but I think yes it's about trying to make it as uh, um, as shit brick Monday proof as no I mean like yeah. but you know I mean it's not it's not just that you kind of you like just making sure it's robust and that you you know we, you can feel like Danny and you can feel secure enough to relax and really play it on yeah every day so yeah i think that's it just kind of we've we just ran it so it's got a shape to it and it's now yeah. just about um yeah refining all that finessing things you're sort of insuring yourself against the terror of the monday morning as much as you can but also you want to embrace it you want to be able to like jump off the cliff knowing that your parachutes will open we have done the work <laughs> yeah people always say that don't they? it's done the work yeah. It just needs an audience. It just needs an audience. Let's see the half. Danny, you're, I wish this was visual because you're making a very interesting <laughs> set of faces. It's a wee puddle under our chair. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm excited about it. I think actually what we've got is really good. Um, so do I. But so do I. it's just about, for me, cementing everything. No, I don't mean like decisions and acting what I'm doing on stage because you find new things. But I yeah, mean yeah. just the knowing it so that I can play and I can yeah. if I forget something get myself out of it and because it is just me speaking like just allowing myself it, the the knowledge that I can do that yeah yeah that's a that's a nice feeling when you get to that point mm -hmm. it's not there yet but we've got a few days got time <laughs> I still today when we were doing it I just completely forgot what one of the songs that I wrote do you remember mm. that? Yes, yeah. and I was singing. I thought I was really off tune. No, I just <laughs> played in the completely wrong key. I just lost it. Brilliant thing about Play Pie Pint is there's never a moment where anyone rests on their laurels because yeah. you just don't have time. No. But sometimes it's a case of um, 
you really are trying to screw the hinges in on Sunday for Monday. Yeah, yeah. And maybe do like a, it can it can feel a lot more precarious. Than that, it does for yes, us. Yes, and that, but oh, yeah, something definitely. always happens on Monday, and it all kind of comes together. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's just trying to be as as ready as you can, and but embrace the madness because embrace the madness. This is what it is. I can't believe they bring the critics in on a Monday. It's, is it? Yeah. Oh, why the hell did you say that? You didn't know that. No, I didn't know that. I've they only don't done know. one plain pint pint before. Listen, and I was they don't a, basically a cameo. They don't. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> they don't all come. They don't all come in on a Monday, but some of them all do. The front, yeah. I don't but care. Like, I don't want to know. But listen, it's an extreme matter. sport. Like it makes you feel alive. You extreme should embrace sport. it. Yeah, that's right. It is. Like, Fuck you, want. <laughs> <laughs> it's a base jump. It is. It's all relevant as well. Like and and you know, a play's only going to you know. It's almost like the moment that a play's on at the Autumn Moor feels all the more kind of intense and kind of like. Uh, like tuned into everything that's going on now than than usual yeah. because well, it's, it's like the quickest comes together quickly. It's the yeah. quickest process out there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Apart from the writing, which does start a long time back, mm-hmm. but that the kind of it's a wee bit like I've been thinking about the videos that I've been doing over the last couple of years. It's like from idea to it being out there mm-hmm. is so quick. Like you're yeah. afforded, you can just put it out in the same hour that you thought of it. Yeah. Which the Oranmore is probably the closest to that in terms of theatre now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think whatever it is you're putting on the stage always kind of like, you know, you're aware of how it resonates with what's going on now for everybody, but I think that's even more so. Yeah. Um, Here. Yeah, doing Oranmore. Is this a relevant story for people to watch? Why Why? Why are we doing this now? Um, that's the kind of question someone should be asking me, but I'm asking it you. <laughs> um, I, even though I've not gone through the journey that Sarah's gone through, mm-hmm. um, there's so much that resonates. Like, just that feeling of, like, I don't know, sort of finding out who you are mm. and it, it, what makes you uncomfortable, mm-hmm. um, and why that does. I think that's well. I assume that's for most humans. Like, we aren't comfortable all the time. Yeah, being a human. Uncomfortable yeah. in your own skin. It's literally about being a human, I think, and how you how certain people deal with being a human and what that means. Yes, um, that's helpful. I, to I me. think it's just about yeah, Thanks. it's about being a person. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's more specific, but but then I suppose for me, like a lot of or maybe all theatre is that is like going to watch how people go do their thing. Mm-hmm. How do they face <coughs> their challenges, yeah. and then how does that reflect? Yeah. On me, maybe. I mean, you're saying like, oh, I'm glad you know that. That's, I think Sarah's actually got a lines towards that say that thing. Like, I don't, about knowing how to be a human being. Oh, that's like, true, that's, yeah. it's in there. You've, it written, in there, you've actually it? written it. So I must um, know it on some level. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think if like, you know, your, your play could be asking all kinds of things, but fundamentally everything that is a story yeah. that's any good is asking, how should we live our lives yeah. should like you could easily true. say oh it's a, a play about alcoholism or mm-hmm. but it, it's, it's not really that like that's yeah that's how she well we also kind of say this in the play that's how she copes with her life yeah um, there used to be a lot more about that in it mm-hmm. but we get that now that kind of thing of like some people do one thing to cope with being a human and other people mm-hmm. go running and some people drink and yeah we all do it 
yeah. in some way. It's but making a huge change in what well, that entails. That, yeah. And, yeah. and it's not it's never going to I, be uh-huh. straightforward or I, I feel like there's so much truth in this play that mm. that's why it's kind of scary. Like I, not only is it just like a one person so it's just me, but it's yeah. it is total vulnerability, I think. It's a here I am. Yeah. Um, and sh- and in a sense, she's not that far from you. I don't mean in her experiences. But oh, like no, but like, yeah. Similar age and just being alive and stuff. It's yeah, like, and it just the idea, like, we've all got our issues and all that, like, so. Yes. Um, yeah, I think, I think there will be parts of everyone that will mm. ring true with Sarah. Well, all the best with it. You're in it, mate. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, shit. You're leaving us. Yeah, no, no, it's fine. What, at this point? I just thought in my role as, like, host of this show, you know, good luck. You know, All right, oh, grand. <laughs> so I was, like, kind of, like, kind of going, who could replace Brian? <laughs> shit, we don't have a lot of time. It's all in the tracks. Fine, just press play. It's fine. <sighs> right, okay, thanks for talking to me. Oh, pleasure. See you at the work tomorrow. See you at the work. See you at the house. Well, I thoroughly enjoyed that, didn't you? Marvellous stuff. Thanks very much for tuning in. Um, And remember to dig back into those archives. If you're going to go and see Typhoid Mary, or if you already have, you might like to listen to the episode featuring David Rankin, which was on last week. He's in that play. Um, And many of the people you see in Scottish theatre and on telly today have been on this show. So do do feel free. Look up their names. See if they've been on the show. Find out a wee bit more about them, because we tend to get into some corners that your regular interviews won't. Um, if it's a wee piece in the in the paper or something like that, it tends to be um, a wee bit of a quick profile, a bit of chat about the show, probably some mixed up facts and cheerio. Hopefully what we're doing here is having a more uh, honest and real chat. That's what I'm trying to do anyway. So thanks very much for, for being part of it and do have a wee look and see what other episodes you fancy. They're all free. They're all available right now wherever you get your podcasts. And if you can afford to, please do chip us a couple of quid. You go to puttingittogethercast.com and click on donate. So until next week when I bring you a new episode with a brand new guest, I'll just say what I always say. Cheerio now.